Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you're a veteran and you're struggling or feel like you are leading a path towards the darkness, stop and think about those who are around you. Think about how they truly value you, how they will miss you. You are not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you feel like you'll be a burden to someone or you don't feel like you should weigh that, put that weight on your inner circle, call the hotline at 988 and take option one. Don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, thanks for joining us. Please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. It's the underscore Misfit Nation. This will keep you up to date with our latest news, episodes, and of course, our great guests. Our next guest is a veteran of the British Army and has now moved on to his next chapter in life, where he, he spends a lot of his time podcasting and vlogging. He's an advocate for veterans in Britain and a great voice on podcasts. So without further ado, let's welcome Tim Healy to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Tim. Hey, thanks, Rich. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Oh, it's great to be able to connect across the pond like this, especially with a, a fellow Army veteran, even though you were on the other side of the pond with the British Army. I was with the Ar U.S. Army. I'm sure we've seen a lot of the same craziness during our careers. Oh yes. <laughs> so Tim, if you don't mind, Been I know I just gave a, block a, a few times, <laughs> a few a few times around a block and a, a few flat tires and came back out of it. <laughs> if you don't mind, Tim, tell us Absolutely. a little more about yourself from as far back as you want to go to where we are today. Oh, uh, quick potted history because we're short on time, obviously, with this show. Um, <laughs> I was I joined the British Army way back in 1974 um, as a as a young boy soldier. Um, I did uh, my first posting was in to Germany. I went to Munster in Germany and had uh, uh, just over a year there before we came back to the UK and uh, and in the UK um, I did a my first tour of Northern Ireland. Um, saw my first dead body in Northern Ireland. Uh, uh, and got into awful lot of um, rucks with the, the IRA and the Protestants and everybody was against us over there. I mean, it's great training ground, but <laughs> it's, yeah, and I, I did several other, other tours of Northern Ireland in my career. Um, and then in the later years, uh, when I left the regular service, I joined the reserves. And from the reserves, I went full-time reserve. 
Um, you couldn't make it up. So I ended up doing a, effectively a double career. Um, and I did altogether 44 years under the colours. Oh, wow. um, I spent 10 years in psychological operations and seven operational tours. So I did two tours of uh, Kosovo back in 99 and 2000. The, the following year in 2001, I did Macedonia, which was only a 90-day op, and during that op, 9-11 happened. Five months later, I'm flying into Kabul. Um, oh, wow. So I did um, the best part of six months in Kabul. Um, and then in 2003, I went to Iraq, and then I did the two further tours of uh, Helmand province in Afghanistan in 2006 and 2009. And when I came back in 2009, I left psychological operations and I ended up as a, a welfare officer in London Central Garrison. And I did that for eight years, um, looking after other people's welfare. Um, and it kind of it kind of sneaks up on you a bit. Um, then I left the, the army altogether. I retired in 2018 at the age of 60. Uh, and a couple of years later, I had a little bit of a wobble. <laughs> you don't, when, when you're in amongst it, you don't worry about it. You, you just get on with the job. That's just what you're taught to do. Um, I had a little bit of a wobble. I contacted the, the, the old quack, the doctor. Um, he referred me on to um, the mental health team. Um, unfortunately, for me, they were civilians. Um, Although they were professional, they, they knew what they were talking about, they couldn't really help me because they just didn't understand the stuff that I'd been through. Um, I managed to talk to some mates and uh, got myself sorted out, and I'm okay now. Um, occasionally I still have a little bit of a... <laughs> but I'm generally all right. Off the back of that, where, I, where I've retired to is down the south coast of England. So if you if you look at England, you look right along the south coast, there's a big island called the Isle of Wight. Well, I don't live there, but you've got the Solent, which is the bit of water between the, the island and the mainland. If you just look to the, to the right or to the northeast, you've got Portsmouth Harbour, which is a big naval base. Uh, and just on the other side of the harbour, you've got a place called Gosport, and that's where I live. Um, Gosport is famous for being one of the main embarkation beaches uh, for D-Day, uh, the 6th of June. So that's where most of the troops set off from uh, was, was Gosport and they were billeted around the Gosport area. Wow. That's a good piece of history well, right well, there. Yeah, I mean, and off the back of that, um, I'm part of a, a group called Conflict Military Museum Gosport. We're just hopefully getting the keys to some new premises tomorrow. And um, we've got guys with, with a tons of stuff. Um, lots of it Second World War. Um, so the, 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 they've got vehicles, guns and all sorts of things. But we're not just restricting it to, to, to the Second World War. We're going to do more or less the whole of Gosport's military history. And there's a ton of it going way back. Um, so that's what our museum is going to be. And we're going to involve lots of different veterans 
So I'm in touch with lots of other different veterans groups. Um, uh, and I've got lots of veterans that are keen to come along and help. We're also going to um, bring alongside that, hopefully, some youths, some kids, and, and, and get them involved with that side of the history. So, uh, yeah, we're pretty busy down here in, in Gosport, and uh, along with the, the, the naval base, I mean, the, 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 there's the museum side of the, the, the naval base over in um, Portsmouth, we've got the the oldest serving um, flagship for the Royal Navy, the First Sea Lords ship HMS Nel uh, Vict uh, Victory, and I'm a, uh, a member of the Senior Rates Mess on HMS Victory, and we have a we have a lunchtime drink on there on a Friday in a meat raffle. What else we've got going? So in, in the dockyard there, we've got um, the Mary Rose. We've got HMS Warrior, which is the first ironclad warship. Across a, in, in Gosport, we've got the Explosion Museum. We've got the Submarine Museum. Um, we've got the Dive Museum. There's a ton of stuff here. Wow. I mean, it is an awesome place. And we had a national census uh, a while back, and they just released a couple of weeks ago the the results of the census and there was a question on that uh, about being a veteran and where you live um, and it turns out that there are two places in the country where there are hot spots there's one up in north yorkshire a place called richmond which is around catrick garrison so there's quite a lot of veterans around there but the number one place of where veterans live is right here in gosport it's, it's we've got the most um, concentration of veterans in the country, which is great for us because it means that there's lots and lots of different groups. Right. And a lot of the eyes are on the veteran causes then, so it helps out a lot too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've got access to lots and lots of guys that want to maintain the links with the, with the military, uh, and we're able to do that. One of the groups I'm, I'm a, a member of is uh, Buns and Banter, and they meet up once a month on a Wednesday. So I was there this morning, first Wednesday of the month, um, just along in Leon Solent. And we had a big crowd there today. We, <laughs> we had to bring in extra chairs and tables, because there's so many of us. And, uh, uh, and a few weeks ago, that group organised uh, for us to go to HMS Sultan to what they call ceremonial divisions. And it's just like a big parade uh, of the whole of the HMS Sultan is a, a training school for engineers, uh, Royal Naval Engineers. And it's like a big passing out parade, but the whole whole establishment turns to on the parade square and there's a big parade and everything like that, band playing and one thing or another. And they invited us veterans along to, to have a chat with some of the, the young people that's going through. Um, so that was a really good day out. Um, what else have we got going on? There's there's another group that I, I, that I went over to this afternoon, which is called Veterans Outreach Support, um, and that's based in uh, based in Portsmouth, just across the harbour. For so I have to catch a ferry across there, and it's in the Royal Maritime Club, and they had a drop-in centre, so they get lots of different agencies in. Uh, once a month 
um, first Wednesday of the month. So they've got people like Safa, they've got um, Veterans UK, Service Dogs UK, they, 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 Alcoholics Anonymous, there's all different agencies in there that, that are there to help veterans and there's lots of veterans turn up and that may help, um, help them through some problems. There's another group tomorrow afternoon which is a, a, a part of the, the Voss group that we meet up at in Stubbington, which is just outside Gosport. And uh, we have tea, tea and cakes there. And, and once a month we have um, bacon and sausage sandwiches. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's the last, last Thursday of the month. So that's the, that's the must to turn up to. Um, there's another group across on the the Isla the Isla I went across on Sunday to to a breakfast club in a place called Ride, uh, so I had to get two ferries across to to get there. So I've got the Gosport ferry and then the ferry from Portsmouth to Ride, and then uh, uh, and I took uh, went up and had a, a Fat Boys breakfast on a Sunday morning, and then come back on the two ferries. <laughs> <laughs> just as, it just never stops. <laughs> I was gonna say it seems like every day you have something for the whole month is is lined up. It's kind of, it's kind of like you still are in the military. You have a checklist of everything you have to do every day, and you meet all yeah. those check marks, and then still do your live shows. Absolutely. So I'll do I'll do a live show on a Tuesday evening, um, which goes out at eight o'clock uh, Greenwich Mean Time, and it's a quiz. So we, we're, I'm on for an hour and we do about 25 questions. Um, we have about 10 fun facts. So it, it's me just spouting off for an hour, running through these questions, giving the answers, interacting with the, 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 the people that's joining in. So if anybody wants to join in, if they go on uh, onto YouTube and look for live, awesome quiz and fun facts, You'd be most welcome to come and join in. Uh, it's like a general knowledge, but they're fairly easy. Um, <laughs> fairly easy questions. We've got a dressing for the uh, <laughs> for the quiz. Um, and then on, on a Thursday evening at 7 o'clock, Greenwich Mead time, I'll do another live show, which is called um, Everyday Conversations Regarding Mental Health. And we cover lots of different topics uh, around the mental health. We we try and focus mainly to, towards veterans, but we, we we don't just limit it to veterans. So I've, I've covered subjects like bereavement, um, suicide. Um, at the moment, there's an unprecedented amount of veterans that are taking their own lives. Um, so we've covered that and and. Just trying to put the message out there, it's okay not to be okay, and there's plenty of help out there. We're lucky in the UK, where we've got somewhere around about 2,000 charities just directed at veterans. Um, so there's, there's a whole, whole raft of charities out there that just help veterans, so, and there's there's an awful lot of veterans groups around that are set up to help veterans that are struggling. Um, and we, it, we just can't push the message enough uh, 
that, that if you are having a bit of a wobble, then, then talk to somebody. Don't go and take your own life because there's no future in that. Right. It all ends. Um, and the biggest problem with that is that the guy that, that's bottled out, bottled out for decades, um, that can't see a way out of it, thinking that uh, uh, got a mental health problem is a problem because they, 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 in the military, it's been a stigma. And to try and break that stigma, they feel that they failed or they're weak or something like that, and they're not. Um, and that's the, the message that we're trying to, to get out. It's not You're not weak. Anybody and everybody can suffer from a, a, a condition, a mental health condition, where, where they don't feel right in themselves. And it's okay not to be okay. And if you can seek that help, great. Don't go off and, and top yourself because you leave behind such a problem. It, 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 you might have solved your problem, got out, uh, but you leave an awful lot of pain for people. Yes. And it's, it's not great. My best mate took his own life back in 2005. Um, and it's, it's, it's a real, real struggle at getting over it. Um, yeah. It's a, it's not a fun thing to go through. I'm sure when your best mate did that, uh, it brought the darkness to you and probably everyone that knew, knew him. Yeah. It, it took probably um, a long time to climb back out of that. Yeah. And it, and it, and it, the, the problem is he left two kids behind. Um, one of them was, was just a young lad. I mean, he was seven when his dad died. And um, it only came out a few months ago when I was when I was actually covering the story of mental health and suicide that um, he had been blaming himself for his dad's death all of these years. Oh wow! And um, yeah, we, we we had a conversation about it and and, and <laughs> just reassured him it had nothing to do with him. It wasn't his fault. Right. But he'd been carrying that all these years, and uh, yeah. So it's if there's veterans out there that are feeling that it's, they've got a problem, the first the, the first thing is to identify that you have a problem yourself. Once you come to terms with that, then you could get it dealt with. It doesn't have to end like that. I mean, somebody who's determined to take their life, you generally don't know that they going to do it until it's happened right. and they're good at it because they've done it right the first time somebody that that, that that attempts it and doesn't get it right the first time and they survive it's generally a call for help and those are the people that we really try to, to help kind of get so them out of that the, cycle at that point yeah yeah it's, it's it everybody has a little wobble occasionally yeah. Um, some of us have more wobbles than others, uh, and, and some, yeah, I mean, some people, uh, it, it turns in, it manifests into some really complex issues. Um, there's there's a couple of groups that I've, I've worked with that are um, that deal with these guys that have got complex PTSD, uh, for want of another term. I mean, they, I think the term PTSD is overused. Um, I mean, you could term that I've got PTSD with my little wobbles, but it, it's not. It, it's just I get a little bit emotional over some stuff, but I've seen a huge amount of shit 
um, the, the, the amount of stuff that I've seen in my military career would break most civvies. Uh, what I, they, they wouldn't survive it. Especially as long but as I've you were in. But I've dealt with all that in my own way. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I've talked it through and, and, and being a welfare officer and some of the courses that I did, um, so I've done mental health uh, first aid, I've done suicide awareness, I've done TRIM, which is trauma incident management. I was a coordinator and a practitioner at it. Um, I've done care for the carers. Um, so I've done all of these courses so I, I, I can see um, in myself some of the issues um, and I know where to go and how to get it dealt with. So from, pers from personal experience, I know how I can help others. And there are several groups, particularly around this area, that are helping out. There's a group over um, in Portsmouth, uh, a place called Fort... Um, forgotten the name of it now. Fort Cumberland. Um, it's called uh, Forgotten Veterans UK. And they bring in guys that have got complex issues and they've got a new way of dealing with it. Um, they, they give them their problem back and get them, give them the tools to be able to sort themselves out while helping them. I mean, they don't just <laughs> say, right, it's your problem, deal with it. Um, right. They give them the tool set to be able to do it. Uh, and they've had a, quite a lot of success. Um, there's another group, I, I did a, an interview a couple of weeks ago with Service Dogs UK and this is a group that's set up uh, to marry up a, a veteran with a, uh, a rescue dog. Um, there's a quite a long process. It takes about a year uh, working with these guys. Uh, and, and the dog is trained to, to recognise when the, the, the veteran is having an issue or is having a, a, an episode. Uh, and the dog's there is to, is to, to recognise that and, and work with the, the veteran to calm them down and, and bring them back down from, from the episode that they're having. And they've had, had a lot of success. They've had about 35 veterans go through that in, wow. in the last few years. So it's, it's, an, it's an ongoing process. So each year um, the, 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 the handler or the, the, the veteran and the dog have to be re-qualified so they have to go back and do a few tests and, and stuff like that So to re-qualify. And once they're qualified, they've got the, the same, exactly the same rights as a guide dog for the blind. Wow. Um, which, is, which is a great charity. Yes. And uh, those dogs, so, are, dogs are amazing with, the, with us as veterans. And they yeah. seem to know things way before we want to tell people something's wrong with us. A dog will know. And I have a dog here that he'll... He'll come right to my side when he knows I'm going through my wobbles, like you were saying. He'll come yeah. right next to me and just sit with me. Just in the, hey, yeah. I'm here. I'm here with you. You're not alone. Well, we, we, we've got a dog me. at the moment. He, he'll actually sit on you. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's not a giant dog. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 he's a nuisance first thing in the morning. He wants to play with a ball and, and jumping up and down on the bed. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> on a laying. <laughs> He's trying to get you going on your schedule, so there you go. He, he knows your schedule. Yeah, and and, and at the moment, uh, the vets have got him down as a serial humper. Oh, wow. <laughs> Great. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not funny, he's not clever. Uh, and come January, 
He's getting them off. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cure that problem. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Which doesn't do it without any tools behind yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, a couple of bricks. He'll <laughs> be mad for a little bit, but then he'll come back to you. Yeah. So I, just speaking to you, I can see that both sides of the pond, our, our armies, our military veterans are having the same issues. Uh, here yeah. we have the 22 service member veterans a day. We lose to suicide. And that's the documented number, not the numbers that could be drug-related yeah. accidents and stuff like that. So the number could actually be double. And that's since probably around 2016 when they started broadcasting this stuff. And I'm sure it's been the same mm. over there in the UK that they well, kind of kept it well, quiet. Well, they've only just started recording that, that it's a veteran that's taken their life in the last year. So we, we've, we've got a fairly accurate fairly accurate number of the, the veterans that have, have been taking their own lives, which is way off the scale. It's way, way outweighs those that, are, that, that in the civilian life are doing it. We've also got the, the other issue that we've got so many veterans living on the street. Um, and we've also got so many veterans uh, in prison because of these issues that they've been having. And I think... Uh, and, and a lot of these veterans are from from uh, our sort of Northern Ireland days, the Falklands days, uh, the first Gulf, uh, and I, I think the Balkans uh, are starting to come through as well. And I think there's, we've, we've got a tsunami coming um, with uh, Iraq and Afghan yeah. veterans. Um, I think we're going to see an awful lot of, of problems coming down our road. Um, and the problem is that they, in this country, uh, the budgets just get cut. People don't want to go into mental health right. um, support. So it's left up to the the service charities. Um, the government keep cutting budgets left, right, and Chelsea. I mean, we're this this country <laughs> got such big debt. Uh, it's unbelievable the amount of debt that we're in for, uh, and a lot of that is down to to the pandemic uh, and what we went through with that. And the yeah, it's it's not great at the yeah. moment, and they keep taxing my pension, which really gives me the ump. <laughs> yeah, they get you twice there. They got you for service yeah. all those years, and then they're taking it back on the back end. So that's not fun. Yeah, takes so the fun we... out of it a bit. <laughs> yes. We talked a little bit about your your book, your collaboration book with the the Pod Match book. If you want to plug yeah. that here, that'd be great. I think I yeah, had yeah. Your, one of your fellow so authors, Michael Harris, is who the, I had on the, here. There's there's the books. There um, it is. Pod Match guest mastery and Pod Match host guest pastor, mastery, and I was in the uh, the host one that one. Yeah. So I helped collaborate on that. There's all the 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 guys that have collaborated. Uh, and these are all people that have, have been in the, the top 10 um, in each of the, 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 the host or the guests with Podmatch. Um, the guys from Podmatch are actually coming over to London next May to the, um, the London podcast show. Uh, and I'm going to be going along and helping them out on the, the stall. Maybe I'll get to sign a few autographs. <laughs> <laughs> Take pictures with them. <laughs> yeah. Number one best-selling author <laughs> and all that. So <laughs> That's outstanding. Uh, Michael Harris was the other author from the book that I had on just a few weeks yeah. ago. So 
That's why when I seen your picture, I was like, wow, I think I just did this interview, but now I know I, I wasn't seeing things. Good. <laughs> well, what's not to like? Yeah, see? And you have a Christmas tree, much better background, so it's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all to do with uh, image. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's been a good. great guest and a great host. Outstanding. Yeah, so, so, Tim, how does someone get in contact with you to maybe come on your show? Or like, I know you like to collaborate and maybe do guest hosting. How does someone get in contact with you to do that? Um, dead easy. If you, if, you, if you go onto Podmatch, um, search for me on there. I'm, I'm fairly easy to find. I've taken my foot off the gas slightly. I've dropped down the rankings a bit at the moment, but um, come the new year, I'll get back into it. Um, I interview people um, and talk about their lives. So um, I have a basic format that I work to is I ask people when and where they were born. I'll ask them to describe what it was like where they grew up, the schools they went to, the education they got. And we knock that round and pull out some nuggets of information that they'd long forgotten about. Then we look at their work-life history, and then we'll go on to, to, to where the conversation takes us. And um, there's, I think, about 150 of those episodes out there. Um, I also guest on people's shows, um, like I'm doing yours, and I try and be original and different for every show that I do. So that's, uh, and that's easy to find on YouTube. It's Tim Hill 9. Um, so that's, that's dead easy. There it is, Tim Hill 9. That's on YouTube, and you'll find those. The, uh, on that channel, there's also the um, Everyday Conversations Regarding Mental Health on there, and, and that's hour and a quarter shows every Thursday. I used to do two-hour shows prior to that, so I did quite a few two-hour shows. I've also split the two-hour shows down into four, um, four half-an-hour episodes, so you, you can get it in bite size. Um, and then there's the, the quiz channel, um, so awesome uh, live, awesome quiz and fun facts. And I'm only one of about three people that actually do a live quiz show. Um, so you can interact with the live quizzes and yeah so you see how well you do with 25 questions <laughs> and you can pop that into the chat box and uh, and there's a prize that money just cannot buy and I'll just leave that hanging there just leave it hanging there <laughs> money just cannot buy outstanding <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen uh, let's let's thank uh, Tim Heal for coming on all the way from uh, across the, the pond there so I know it's Pretty late there, probably what 11, 12 o'clock at night there. Uh, um, try try all past twelve. Past <laughs> twelve. See, I'm, I'm on. My time zones aren't as best, as good as they should be. But thank you for staying up this late, and I know you'll be up early again tomorrow to start this whole routine again. And hopefully, your dog yeah, gets, gets every, every day's a new day. Every day's a victory. You want you to wake up, so that's all we need. To do. Yep. Any parting and words? If I can get out of bed, so much the better. <laughs> <laughs> Some right. some days there's so much pain I can't. I I end up staying in bed and popping pills, but that's a different story altogether. The Underneath this gorgeous yeah. exterior, there's an absolute train wreck going on. I think we all have those issues. Again, Tim, thanks a lot for being on. No, thank you, Rich.
Thanks for checking us out and being a part of the Misfit Nation. Don't forget to visit our website at themisfitnation.com. It's themisfitnation.com to catch up on all of our episodes and also to get some of that great Misfit Nation gear. As always, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling because we are 